Hey, Jen, want to talk about our latest marriage retreat? Yes! It was such an amazing time. Great. Today we're going to talk about the retreat and share a recording from our Q&A session. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Intimate Covenant Podcast, providing biblical teaching and resources to help married couples achieve a fuller relationship and an extraordinary sex life. For more information about Intimate Covenant, please visit our website at IntimateCovenant.com. Here are your hosts, Matt and Jen Schmidt. Welcome to the podcast, where we believe the Bible and great married sex both belong on your kitchen table. That's right, we're talking about holy, covenant-bound, intimate relationships with hot sex. We're Matt and Jen, founders of Intimate Covenant. We offer group Bible studies, private couples coaching, premarital counseling, intensive weekend seminars, an annual marriage retreat, and now... A podcast. And today we're talking about our annual retreat. Sorry if you missed it this year, but mark your calendars September 23rd to the 25th, 2021. September 23rd to the 25th, 2021. That's when we're having our next annual marriage retreat somewhere in the Houston area. This year, despite the virus, we had a record number of couples join us at the Houston City Place Marriott. It was amazing. The venue was beautiful and the energy was fantastic. I think the content was also pretty good. Well, I know Jen's content was absolute fire. <laughs> and we all know that people come to talk to come to hear Jen talk. Uh, definitely not me. I don't know about that, but I do know we really enjoyed ourselves. Uh, I think everybody that came loved it. This year we were at a new venue, um, which was phenomenal. Just gorgeous. Yeah, the Houston um, Springwoods. The City Place Marriott in in North Houston. It was beautiful. Uh, The the venue was beautiful. The staff was was great. The hotel rooms were great. Uh, Really had a great time. And just the energy uh, was, was beautiful. We spent the weekend talking about the theme of redemption. Yeah, and, and redeeming your marriage. It was uh, it was gorgeous. It was a great time. Next year, you've got to be there. It, it was would, really it so good, really wonderful, really deep, but also a whole lot of time for relaxation and fun. Um, we loved it, and we've heard great feedback from everybody else that they loved it too. And we would love for you to join us. De- definitely. Um, the, the discussion about the, the retreat would not be complete unless we also acknowledge uh, our sponsors. We yeah. had some great sponsors this year that uh, really came through and uh, donated to the cause in a number of ways, but uh, not the least of which is MarriedDance.com. Great company, MarriedDance.com. If you haven't looked on their website, take a look. They are a Christian married toy for or store for sex toys. Um their their website is beautifully done in a way that uh, explains and displays these uh, products that will enhance your um, marital uh, sexual intimacy and enjoyment um, and enjoyment yeah. and pleasure. Uh, but they display uh, and market these products with no no nude models, no uh, no real models at all. Actually, nope. um, no nudity, no graphics, no nothing that's crude or crass. Just in a simply elegant and beautiful way, uh, so it can provide a, a shopping experience that's safe, 
for the both of you to explore uh, right. in a way that uh, is, is comfortable, I think, for everybody. They've really done a good job of carefully selecting products that are meant to enhance marriages. Right. Obviously, even their name, Married Dance. Um, you know, they are supporting the biblical model of marriage and um, just providing a safe place for, for married couples to shop and maybe add a little spice to definitely. their so d- uh, definitely, marriage. Definitely check them out. And, and uh, thank you again to Married Dance for Absolutely. being such a great sponsor. We also need to acknowledge websites that sell and Ghost Sherpa. Uh, Ghost Sherpa recently, uh, in the last few months, redid uh, our, um, our logo yeah. Which is gorgeous now. Um, if you haven't noticed, um, you, uh, you can certainly go to our website and see our logo, uh, and see also all of the graphic design that they've done um, in our podcast uh, all cover of our art, social media our, art, our social mm-hmm. media banners. They, they've done a great job in um, really rebranding uh, the Intimate Covenant and providing beautiful graphic art. Right. Uh, along with that, websites that sell. Wow. They, well, Fire. <laughs> if you haven't been to our website in the last couple of weeks, go take a look. Uh, they have really just gone above and beyond in making our website beautiful. We have an amazing website. I mean, we look really legit. <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks like we belong on the internet now. Um, it, they have done a phenomenal job. And really, I think my favorite thing about them is not necessarily just what you see, which that alone is amazing on our website. But the process that they took us through um, to write our material to really help us as a as a brand, if you will, hone in on what it is we're doing, what um, what we're all about. I mean, they just have a great process that they take you through. Yeah, it, it's more than just a, a website and artistic design. It really is, in a lot of ways, uh, an entire reevaluation of your marketing campaign, right. uh, and really has helped us just in the last few weeks or months to refocus on what our business is about, what what we're trying to accomplish yeah. uh, with this ministry. So it, it's really been good for us just to go through that process, whether we got a new website or not. If you need a website, you need websites that sell. Scroll all the way down to the end of our website page, and there will be a link to websites that sell that will uh, help you be able to get in contact with those good people, websites that sell. Websites that sell. And uh, speaking of the website... Um, part of what is offered with our new website rollout is a free PDF yeah. on what does sex mean to your spouse. Great article that Matt wrote. Phenomenal. If I do say so myself. But, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, uh, I hope it's a helpful resource. It's free. Um, Ghost Sherpa does, did the all the artistic design. That's why it looks like it's actually legit and professional. <laughs> it looks really cool. Um, so, Download it just to look at it, if nothing else. I mean, but, yeah, uh, it's gorgeous. Everybody can benefit from reading that. Really great advice that Matt wrote in there. And and like he said, it's free. So go, go to, grab it. Go to the website, download the PDF. Um, hopefully that'll be helpful to you. Uh, also on the website, it, there's a, a big button on the website for the webinar, the upcoming webinar, October 23rd. Yeah. Uh, we're going to spend an hour reviewing actually one of the topics from the retreat. Uh, we'll probably take a little bit different angle than we took at the retreat so that uh, everybody can uh, benefit from that. We'll talk for an hour or so, maybe a little less, and then we'll spend uh, some time uh, in a live Q&A. So bring your questions. If, uh, yeah. if you want to chat with Jen and I, we'll be live 
uh, on a webinar. Uh, go to the website, uh, get signed up for that, and we'll look forward to seeing you on October 23rd. Date More. night with Matt and Jen. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> It'll be like a double date. There you go. We'll just be doing all the talking, or most of it. Um, so with this episode, we wanted to share a little bit of the atmosphere and the fun that we have at the retreat by letting you listen in to our annually infamous Q&A <laughs> session. You never know what we're going to get at these Q&A sessions. <laughs> so we offer a means every year for uh, couples to be able to submit anonymous questions or comments um, so that uh, they have an opportunity to ask the kind of questions that you wouldn't just feel comfortable necessarily going up and asking your preacher. Or your preacher's wife. Or your preacher's <laughs> wife. Um, it, it's it's really fun, it's intimate, and hopefully I think it's informative, and we really do get some challenging questions sometimes. Which we have usually very little time to prepare an answer well, for, so, yes. it's, so. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good challenge for Matt and I as well. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a fun time, um, but it, it, it does give everybody a chance to ask a question that you may not otherwise be willing to ask, so... Right, so let's uh, let's post some of those, um, tag that into our podcast here, and here's a sampling of some of the questions we got and some of our answers. We hope you enjoy. How do you deal with the husband wanting sex a lot more than the wife? And that's a good question. This question did come in probably before our sessions um, today, so... I do hope that we dealt with that on some level. I think, um, I mean, that's a huge question, and that is also a huge point of contention in so many relationships, whether it's the husband or the wife. I mean, when when we're talking about whether you're the pursuer or the responder and whoever you are in that realm of your relationship, um, that is a, a place of great deal of conflict. And... The, the point of your relationship is never that you're both going to agree on how much sex there should be in your relationship or not. You're never going to agree on that. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. One of you is designed to desire that more because that's going to drive you to the relationship. And one of you is there to provide that place of security for your spouse uh, in the relationship. So I I think that it starts with understanding what your role is, embracing that it's not because you're broken that you're this way or the other way. It's not wrong to want sex or to not want sex uh, more than the other spouse. Just embrace that it is that way and embrace that you have a role to fill in the relationship. Um, Sometimes you're going to be disappointed about how that works out. And sometimes you're not, um, but that's part of growing together. And responsive desire is still desire. Right. It just looks different. Your goal isn't to both be spontaneous. Uh, Next question. Why is it so important that we maximize our pleasure in sex with our spouse? Whatever we've talked about here in terms of maximizing pleasure and ways that you can do that is not a prescription. I'm not telling you you have to do any of this. Mm-hmm. If you, both you and your spouse are, are perfectly happy and overjoyed with where you're at and where you're headed, then don't let me tell you what needs to be different. I do think it's important for both of you to 
maximize the intimacy in your relationship. And by that, I don't necessarily mean maximizing the sex that you're having, although I think that's part of it. But maximize the oneness and make that your goal. Maximize the coming together, the closeness. Make that your goal. Um, Again, like we just talked about, it's not necessarily important what you're doing. Now, there are ways to maximize pleasure in your, in your sex lives. And I want that for all of you. Um, just like I want all of you to see rainbows and waterfalls and beautiful mountainscapes and all of the beauty that God has created. I want that for you, but take it or leave it. Don't miss, though, that God is a God of pleasure. There is a reason that sex feels good. Because quite honestly, when we share that pleasure together, it helps smooth out all the other areas that are difficult. That's just what sex does. It's the glue. (laughs) And so make sure if you're a responder that you don't... um, Resent that part of your sexual relationship. Pleasure is a part, and growth is a part of our lives. We're not going to look at Jesus and say, I'm good enough. I'm where I need to be. Don't ask more of me. So don't look at your spouse and also say, I'm good enough. Don't ask more of me. Yeah, and maximizing that pleasure in your sexual relationship certainly can do a lot for improving all of your relationship, not just how it feels. What can be done about the bad smell of the vagina? Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess the place I would start there is maybe redefine what is good and bad. Um, Even the way that question is answered or or is asked, is worded, to me connotes that there's a sense of shame or disgust surrounding um, that odor. Because not everybody finds that smell offensive. Trust me. Uh, So good or bad almost connotes a moral implication there. Um, so maybe there's something more to that question uh, even than uh, what is being asked. But, okay, so if, is the answer, if the question is how can I change the smell of the vagina, you can do very little. Um, showering, cleaning in a, in a normal, typical way, you can certainly do that. Uh, be warned, there are all kinds of products on the market touted to try to help change your fragrance, Um, but frankly, you're not supposed to smell like roses down there. You're supposed to smell (laughs) like you. And it is something that can be acquired. A, a, um, A pleasurable sense of that odor and fragrance can be acquired. So maybe that's the place to start. Um... If you need to rub some Vicks Vapor Rub under your nose before you perform oral sex on your wife, then do it. Altoids are good for more than hmm. just freshening your breath hmm. after lunch. Hmm? Not everybody not thinks it's burning. <laughs> I'm not saying rub the Altoid on your Don't wife. Don't rub the Altoid on your wife. 
Altoid yourself first. Mercy, we have to spell it out for these people. <laughs> Next question. Next question. We want to let you know about an exciting upcoming event that you are all invited to. On Friday, October 23rd, we are offering a free one-hour webinar. We'll be covering a popular topic from our recent marriage retreat titled, Making Married Sex Great Again. Don't worry, it's just a funny title. We won't be bringing politics into the bedroom. We will be discussing the components of great sex and how to improve the sex you are already having. This is not just a webinar for couples who are struggling, but an opportunity for all of us to make things even hotter and more intimate. Then, after the presentation, we'll stick around, live, online, to answer your questions. Anything you want to ask us. Again, the date is Friday evening, October 23rd at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Sign up on our website, intimatecovenant.com backslash webinar. That's intimatecovenant.com backslash webinar. Once you sign up, we'll send you all the information you'll need to join us for Making Married Sex Great Again, followed by a live Q&A. Put the kids to bed early and make it a double date with Matt and Jen in the comfort of your own bedroom. Um, that might have sounded a little weird. Oh, wait, no, it won't be weird. You can't promise that you won't be weird. Oh, but but no, really, not that way. It won't be weird. We'll be on screen talking about how to have great sex in your marriage, and you'll be in your bedroom. Well, doing whatever you do in your bedroom. Oh boy, it's getting weird again. Oh dear. Uh, Free webinar, Friday evening, October 23rd at 8 p.m. Central. Sign up at the website if you want to join us. Hope to see you there. We've discussed the idea of no third parties in the bedroom. I'm curious why or why aren't toys considered to be a third party? In short, because you can't have a relationship with a toy. And sex is about relationship. A toy, if you will, is no different than the furniture that you're using to have sex on. It's no different than your bed. It's no different than your pillows. It's no different than the uh, attractive dress that you're wearing to uh, express your sexuality. Um, Toys, in and of themselves, don't introduce a new relationship or personality. Now, toy, can toys be a problem? Yes. If, you know, uh, toys can be something that somebody becomes obsessed about or reliant upon or whatever it might be, and that might be where it's coming from. But the toy in and of itself is not a third party. Can you be both responsive? Oh, wait. Can both of you oh, be sorry. responsive and neither be spontaneous? I don't know, you're the expert on spontaneous and responsive desire, right? (laughs) Am I the expert? I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to say that one of you has a stronger drive than the other. Um, Because remember, the measurement of drive is just compared to your spouse, not compared to everybody. 
Now, maybe what this question is meaning is that neither one of you seem to have spontaneous desire. In other words, it feels like both of you have to put forth effort to have sexual, to express sexual desire. That might be the case. I would strongly encourage the man in that situation to make sure that there is not a health issue going on or a hormonal imbalance or a psychological problem that is blocking his, his path to desire. Um, because testosterone does play a huge part in, being, in having spontaneous desire. That said, there are plenty of men who do have more responsive desire, and that doesn't mean that they married a spontaneous desire woman. And so if both of you feel like you have more responsive desire, okay, make it work for you, because you're not broken. Just understand that um, se the sexual part of your relationship is important. And make, so that might mean you need to make a little bit more effort in one way or another to schedule your sex. Right. There is nothing wrong scheduling sex. In fact, for people who have responsive desire, it is extremely helpful for them to turn on and start anticipating sex. So schedule sex. Right. Know how many times a week you're gonna be having sex and what nights it's probably gonna happen. Your retreats have only been all about sex. Why? Isn't there more to marriage than just sex? I'm, I'm trying to understand the sentiment behind the question. I guess I, I don't think our retreat, at least I have not intended for our retreats to be only about sex. I hope that's evident. Yes, there is more to marriage than just sex. On the other hand, marriage is the only place you can have sex. And this environment provides the perfect opportunity for us to actually have a conversation about sex because there's no kids, there's no singles, there's no one else that would be distracted or interfere with that conversation. So this is our chance to do that. So that's why there's a little bit of an extra focus about sex here. And guess what people ask us about all the time? Sex. Because it is what you all want to talk about because no one else is talking about it. <laughs> I've, I've had church leaders challenge us on this because according to them, the problems that the couples are having that come to them are all financial problems. That's just not been my experience. Y'all aren't asking us about money. Nobody, we don't, there is not one question about how to balance a checkbook in here. Not one. And there never is. Now, I think where the sentiment of this question might be coming from is that somebody's maybe feeling challenged. And that's okay. I'm glad you're here. Because I want to challenge you to think about sex. 
And I hope you come back next year. And we will talk about sex next year. And other things, too. <laughs> All right. As a veterinarian and Christian marriage counselor, first of all, I'm not a licensed counselor, so maybe I can excuse myself from answering this question. But at least as a veterinarian, do you think it's a problem if we allow our dogs to watch us have sex? <laughs> so one problem with this form, one problem with this format is I don't always know who's being serious or not. That's right. So you forced us to answer these questions. So, but, but it does bring up a good point. Why are your dogs in your bedroom to begin with? <laughs> why, do you, uh, why do you need dogs? I don't know. <laughs> Some people are like, I don't even have dogs. <laughs> I don't even like my dogs most days. Why are your dogs in your bedroom? Why are your kids in your bedroom? In our house, our dogs know they do not come into our bedroom unless they've been brought into our bedroom. And they're definitely not in our bedroom when we want to be there alone. Our kids know they do not cross the threshold of my door, even when it's open, unless they have knocked. That's my room. It is my place. It is our place. It's our sex room. Get your kids out of your bedroom. Get your dogs out of your bedroom. But no, you're not going to ruin your dogs if they see you have sex. They won't know what that is. <laughs> your kids maybe. But, but my kids know if I go into that room, or I, my kids know that sex happens in that room. They know great sex happens in that room. And they, I want them to want that for themselves. I don't love my kids enough to keep them forever. Sorry, maybe you do. I don't want them forever. I want them to find someone who has what we have for themselves. And they know we have something great, but they also know it's mine and it's private. Stay out of my room. If you come into my room, you're going to see something you don't want to see. <laughs> when will you be running for president? I didn't say anything. Maybe it's PTO. <laughs> PTO president. Not happening. Well, that is all the time we have in this episode for our Q&A session from the retreat. I hope that gave you a little taste of the fun that we have and the kind of atmosphere that we uh, are trying to provide there. Uh, as a wrap-up, I would just say, first of all, check out our new website. Download the free PDF. Sign up for the webinar coming up on October 23rd and definitely make plans to be there at the retreat next year. We would love to have you join yeah. us and love for you to, to be able to meet all of the lovely couples. And bring that, your friends. And bring your friends for yeah. sure. Uh, if you have something to add, if you have your own Q&A, uh, we would love for you to send your questions and we would love to be able to answer your questions on the podcast. We take those submissions very seriously and would love to hear from you podcast at intimatecovenant.com. Mm -hmm. now, send your emails there. Yeah, now it's time to grab your spouse and your Bible and head to your kitchen table 
to have the conversation about how these questions might be applying in your marriage. Thanks for listening, and thank you for all your support. And until next time, keep striving and don't settle. Thanks for listening to the Intimate Covenant Podcast. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email inbox, podcast at intimatecovenant.com. For more information about Intimate Covenant, please visit our website, intimatecovenant.com. Join our online community, find more resources, and learn about upcoming events to help you and your marriage journey toward a fuller relationship and an extraordinary sex life.